Hey, welcome to another episode of Girl, Can We Talk? And this might sound a little different from our normal, um, simply because I am just on my phone. I had some things that was on my heart, and I really wanted to just sit down and chit-chat with you for a little while. So it's going to be a little different today than it won't have all the fluff with my music and my intro and my outro, but... This is just one of those days when, you know, we as girls want to lay across the bed and just tell each other what's on our heart. And today I want to talk about depression and how that affects us. You know, I remember when I was in my early 20s and, um... I just was so sad and I could not for the life of me like explain to every single person that asked me what was going on, why I felt the way I felt other than the fact that I was just so broken that I felt numb Like I didn't have any emotional feeling of happiness or it was just life was void of all sense of joy and happiness and love. And it wasn't for a lack of people in my life who love me and who were there for me. It was just basically the fact that I was depressed and I really didn't know that I was depressed because At that time in my life, I hadn't really like studied up on depression or had any type of encounter with what that actually looked like. But I had had so much trauma up until that point and I had been holding that stuff in and not telling anybody, keeping those secrets, you know, because one, I was ashamed and two... I had blocked so much stuff out because I didn't want to deal with it because it was too much. It was just just too much for me to deal with. So I had blocked it out. But I remember going through the motions of everyday life and doing all the things that I had to do. And then when everybody would leave the house and I was at home by myself, I would sleep all day long. And then I would wake up like right before the kids got home from school and right before uh, Marcus would get home from work and I would clean and cook and do all the stuff that I needed to do um, that I should have did before I laid down. But I just, it was so much heaviness on me that I could not function. And so I spent a majority of my days just sleeping them away, literally. Like I would get up, put the kids on the bus, say see Marcus off to work, and I lay down and go back to sleep. And then I the kids usually would get home around four o'clock. Marcus would get home around four thirty. I would get up at three thirty and I would rush and clean the whole house and cook and do all I could get done before they got home so that it didn't look like I had been sleeping all day. And this went on for a couple of years. Like, nobody knew that I was that sad. 
And I remember going to my pastor at the church that I went to at the time. And I was like, pastor, I don't feel myself. And he was like, what do you mean by that? And I was like, I don't feel myself. And he was really frustrated with me because he was like, if you can't explain to me what you actually saying, I can't help you. And I was like, that's the only way I can explain it. I don't feel myself like I feel numb, like everything just feels numb. And he got really frustrated with me and he just dismissed me because I couldn't really articulate what I was actually feeling on the inside. But it was real to me, like it was so real to me. And then I remember that there it came a time when it became so overwhelming that those naps that I was taking during the day would spill over and my daughter would get off the bus and I wouldn't be at the bus stop and she would come and open the door because I would leave the door unlocked. She would come and open the door and come in the house and I'm still in the bed asleep. I ain't got up and did nothing. Cause I was so depressed. And I remember thinking to myself, man, I can't let her see me like this. And I started trying to get my stuff together. And you know, when you're struggling with depression, man, there's only so much superficial stuff you can do. Like there's only so much makeup you can put on. There's only so many cute outfits. There's only so many like facades that you can throw up to make everybody think that everything is okay but deep down on the inside you just screaming at the top of your lungs but can't nobody hear you it was like I was in a dark hole or in a dungeon and I was screaming for help but my lips were not moving and people just you know, interacted with me on a daily basis, but nobody knew. Nobody knew that I was in that much pain mentally in my heart and in my mind because we spend so much time acting. You know, we sit up and we watch movies and we watch how people act out in these movies and then they get all these Emmys. But the truth of the matter is, is if we could replay our life on the big screen, some of us would be we better actors than the top of the line actors out there that's making millions. We would be paid if we could get money and notoriety for all the acting that we do behind in our life. Not so much behind closed doors, but in our life, you know, so much of being a woman for me has been a lot of times acting like everything was okay when really it really wasn't and nobody could hear me nobody could see me nobody could feel me everybody was too busy living their own life doing their own thing to notice that this young girl was screaming for help but it didn't look like I needed help. It looked like I had my stuff together on prompt. I would do and say all the right things. And I was trying my best not to fall apart. But, you know, God is so good that when we get to that point where all of the walls come crashing down and 
all of our defense mechanisms and all of the the intentions and suicidal thoughts and darkness has engulfed us so much so to where it feels like you can't breathe anymore it's like you can't move it's like I don't know have you ever been in your bed like sleep and your mind is conscious trying to wake your body up but you feel paralyzed to the bed where you can't sleep that's what it felt like every day during that season of my life like I was paralyzed but yet I could keep moving around I don't understand how I even made it through that time other than the fact that God kept me. He kept me in my mind. He kept me in my heart. He kept me in my soul, if you want to call it that. He kept me. I remember praying and reading my Bible and none of it made sense. And I would feel like my prayers, God wasn't listening to me because he didn't care. And I would try to talk to different ones. And it seemed like they couldn't relate to anything that I was saying. But you know, the thing about God is <laughs> if you keep on talking to him, if you keep on reaching out to him, Eventually, that light's going to break through that darkness. And where you thought you was alone, he'll tell you, I'll never. I never left you. And neither will I forsake you. He'll tell you that I love you. I loved you so much that I gave you my most precious, most desirable gift, my son. And not only did I give him to you, but he died on the cross that you might have a, a way back to me. You might have a bridge to cross over coming back to me because in those moments of despair and those moments of darkness, we push God out, not intentionally, not knowingly. It's just when you feel like that, you don't want nothing in, you don't, you can't hear goodness in the music. You can't hear goodness in your children. You can't hear goodness in your love, your lover, your loved ones, your husband, your aunties, your uncles, your nieces, your ne your mom. You can't hear goodness in nobody because despair and depression stops up your ears and it makes you deaf and it makes you blind to see the beauty that's right in front of you. And it tries to suffocate you. But don't give up. Because just like God brought me through that dark season of my life and delivered me and brought me into his marvelous light, he is waiting, patiently waiting to do the exact same thing for you. He, he is waiting for you to just open the door for him so that he can come in and he can chase away the darkness so that he can bring healing to your brokenness so that he can water those dry places so that he can unstop your ears so that you can hear him say I love you daughter you're my most precious gift you're the apple of my eye I think about you day and night. I, I, I long for you all day long. 
That's what he says to us if we have ears to hear. He'll take the blinders off of our eyes so that we can see the sunrises and we can see the beauty in his creation that that darkness and despair tried to cause us not to be able to acknowledge it, not to be able to see it and enjoy it. He'll bring the joy back. He'll take away all of your mourning and give you peace. And each and every single day, he'll heal you even the more. You just got to trust him. You got to trust that no matter what it feels like right now, he got you. He loves you. He's there for you like he was for me. And I just want to encourage you, my sister. As you listen to this podcast, man, for real, don't give up. I need you. I need you. I need you to survive. I need you to make it. I need you to hold on one more day because your change is coming. It's right there at the door. It's knocking, trying to come in. Open the door and let him in. He'll, he won't treat you like they did. He won't do you like they did you. He'll love you even when you don't love him. And he'll love you even the more when you can't figure out a way to love yourself. And you know, if you're thinking about suicide or if you're having any crazy Thoughts like you don't want to live anymore, man, reach out to somebody. Don't do this by yourself. Don't think that you're alone because there are people who are there for you. Hey, reach out to me. I I have an ear to hear. I'm listening. I'm literally available to you because I want you to make it. Because like I said, I need you. And there's always somebody to help on the National Suicide Prevention Hotline. You can always give them a call and they'll they will talk you through it and help you get the help that you need. But please, please know you are not alone. You can make it. I love you. God loves you even the more. And we need you. You are part of the solution. You are part of what will help bring healing to our communities. We all need one another. Nobody can do this all alone. We need each other to help each other, to lift each other up, to build each other. Don't give up. Don't give in. Don't quit. You can make it. And thank you so much for listening to me as I lay across this bed and pour out my heart to you and tell you that if I can do it, you can do it. Because I really, really believe that with all my heart. I love you. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Girl Can we talk? I hope that you have a great and awesome weekend. 
like I said, holla at your girl. Let me know what you think. If you have any ideas on different things that you'd like to hear me talk about, I really appreciate you just hitting me up and letting me know. I have some exciting new things coming up for season three. And I'm really, really excited to where this is going. I will be launching my uh video my vlog part of the podcast so you'll be able to see me and see all the people that I have coming in to speak and you know it's just another way for us to communicate with one another but for real hit me up and let me know what you think and I hope that you have an awesome weekend I love you bye